Yo, ho, 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 Maddie, what's up? <laughs> Hello, Santa. <laughs> uh, every time, dude. Every time. Uh, one day I won't say it. Right. What's up, guys? It's Rod. That's Matt. And today we have a very, very special guest with uh, us. Uh, he says no, he's not that special, <laughs> but he's special to me. He's one of the, the. He's one of those types of guys that just fucking gets it done all the time. He's a rad dude. He's one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Everyone, welcome, Siege. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need a okay. we need one of those oh, clapping dude, sound We're on a budget right now. Hell it's yeah, you, dude. Okay. Once Fair I get bones. one of those. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. He's, he's really good. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, so, so that's Siege. All right, thank you, Siege. Have a nice day. No, thank um, yeah. Uh, so CJ is you are a let's see you are a wizard with a tattoo machine uh you own your own small business you you've done all sorts of really rad shit and to be honest you've always i know you never legitimately became my mentor but Mm. i've always looked up to you in a whole lot of stuff so this is honestly this is really special for me so thank you a lot for for coming down um before we get into what most people know you about or know about you for in the valley, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about your past endeavors? Uh, as far as business and stuff, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've always, I've never wanted to work for anybody else. So, and I think I get that from my grandfather. So, I think uh, I was sparked at a very early age to work for myself. So, um, I originally I've owned two clothing stores. Um, this is news to me. We just found this out and talked about it oh, really? before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I, actually, I didn't tell you. I have a lot more questions than I thought I did. Now, I, so. I didn't tell you on purpose because I wanted you. I wanted. Okay. I wanted this Sorry to come to out in the recording. No, good. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I went two clothing stores. Um, my first one was kind of more of a more of a hip hop side, more graffiti side than it was uh, motocross and that type of stuff. Um, so I did that at that was at Arrowhead Mall, and then we kind of got screwed out of there so we had to leave <laughs> and it kind of selling the long story short i'm selling the shop and when uh, was this this was uh 19 or tw- like 2002 okay to 2005 uh-huh. ish somewhere around I'm there i'm pretty sure i probably came in at some point yeah like so my and then i was i kind of got shown the ropes by my friend he owned lithium clothing at the time was that the one at Arrowhead Mall on yeah. the far end of the corner? Mm. Okay, on the second on the lower, floor? Oh, yeah, well, the lower level first. Okay. Then they moved up. Yeah, 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 and it's the second floor. I remember specifically walking through there, and that was the only place next to, at the time, dude. I mean, we're talking 2002. Yeah. Like, industrial. And no fear. And no fear. And then lithium. I yeah. thought it was super cool. Anyway, you probably have a bad history, so I won't say how cool they are. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to keep going on about it, but it I remember. Getting, it was getting bad. It was getting bad. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but it, yeah, I None of it matters now. He's, well, he's yeah. a successful business that's person. True, now. That's true. Yeah, so uh, so I did the clothing store thing for a while. Then I went back to school, and I was uh, going to ASU for business and economics. And that got old, going to school with 19-year-old shitheads. And then, uh, Did you learn anything in college about business? No. Either did I. And no, and I have my associates. What? Hold on. What's general? What's college? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's Let really me see, Roddy. Paper. Okay. <laughs> it's a really expensive piece just of paper. Kidding. Yeah. You saved yourself some money. Let's just say. Uh, that. No, I went to trade school like an idiot. So. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> I was just making a joke. I know. I I know what it's like to spend thousands of dollars that you really don't have to yeah. for a dumb piece of paper that nobody actually appreciates. So I yeah. didn't learn shit yeah. either. Anyway, keep going. Oh, so yeah. So I did that for a little bit, and then um, I was working for my one of my best friends, Brian. Um, 
you know, humping TVs, man, at Best Buy in the warehouse and shit. And uh, oh, I, did was he a manager of? So, yeah, he was my boss. For, oh, that's how you guys time. met. Yeah. Well, no, I've known Brian for like twenty years. So, okay. Um, but then he finally convinced me. He's like, dude, all you do back here is sit and fucking draw, man. Maybe you should do something with that. So he kind of convinced me to get into tattooing. And, and I, I had never even drawn a f- tattoo at Did all. Did you have tattoos at this time? I, um, just my knees down, I had done. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so the, then I went and met my mentor, Brando, at Sacred Skin. And the rest was history after that. So I started my apprenticeship, like, 2007. Well, then, hold, I'm sorry. All these things are coming up from the past. Sacred Skin were they on the west side? Yeah, they were. Nah, they the original were, was 19th Avenue Hatcher. Okay, second so slope there. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Home sweet a, home. Which yeah, <laughs> I learned a lot uh, business wise uh, from the owner of the shop there, Long John. Um, still a good buddy of mine. Um, he's since moved that shop up north. I think he's in Cottonwood now. I think so he can ride his bike more. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, if, if there's two people it's in the nice world area. who understand wanting to ride the bike more, it's me and Matt. Yeah. So you got to see his knucklehead; it's pretty nasty. Oh, he's got a knuck. Oh, yeah. oh, that was my nickname when I was going through school because that was my favorite motor. I mean, it's '80s biker now because John Long John's old. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like sure. Old too. He's got the raked out front end. It's like it's like you know, there's or... metal glitter paint everywhere. Oh, Lots okay. of Does he have the whip hanging off the handlebars? No. Okay, on that's his, an old man. He's thing. got a more of a rat rod bike too. That's like that. That's got the whip chain on the side. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Okay. He's He's definitely a connoisseur of uh, of cool bikes. Of sure. motorcycles. So yeah, then I was uh, with I was with Brando there, and then we left and went. Um, and he decided to open his own place, so then we went there and started Stay True Tattoo. And that's where I met your ass. Yep. And then uh, I, wait, was, wait, 19? I was eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. I can't remember. You were legal. I, I know that. I was legal. Yes, I really was. I was I was legal before I got my first tattoo, which surprises most people when yep. they get to know me. They're like, "What? Okay." Uh, just because of how fucking like stupid and crazy I am. What was it? The words "stay true" on my forearms. Wow. Yeah, he did those. That and that was that's that is deep. That's OG. You know what my first was? This fucking shithole. What, what is this? I was lied to. Okay. I mean, it's kind. I got to calm down. Yeah, I calm down. Words. You're raising your voice, and I don't uh, fucking this appreciate. This is traditional. It. <laughs> this is done by our beautiful friend uh, Jay Espinoza, right? Yeah, well, sure. I was lied to and said that this was traditional, and that was my first tattoo. And I come to find out that it was a lying, Steve, Steve uh, pile it, of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. We to all make mistakes. It's, it's fine. It's, yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. worse though. Yeah. So this is this is like OG CJ or Siege before he really got his like this is like right after this is right after your apprenticeship ended right Mm -hmm. okay yeah no and i i'm honored to have like og siege tattoos on me sister a little tiger guy yeah i was like one of her first ones too so you were at you were at stay true (laughs) yeah i was at stay true for i was there till like 2012 Mm -hmm. and, and the owner got into some trouble with some extracurricular activities and, sure. Um, sure so kind of forced me to pull up my bootstraps and figure out my own shit right and i was like well you know you're full-time in this yeah i would only i was only been tattooing for five years at this point okay. so and i really wasn't as confident as i am today uh but i said fuck it so i went downtown where nobody was at and i staked my claim and uh that was nine years ago Hell yeah. so, and now you're at revival art collective for yep. those listening uh, yeah. Honestly, dude, that is one of my... I've been to a lot of tattoo shops. Either I got tattooed there or I was just stopping by to see a friend. Mm-hmm. But your shop, guys, if you are in Phoenix or in Arizona, you have to stop by. It is beautiful. Every time I walk in there, dude, I feel like 
she okay, feel like home. Is, feel home. Yeah, well, yeah. there's there's a reason for that, and why don't you go ahead and explain it? Because it's not a shop. It makes oh. sense. It makes sense. It's when not. I a, it's not a tattoo shop. Yeah. What is it, CJ? It's uh, you know, it's. I mean, I call it a gallery first and foremost because that's essentially what it is. Um, but it, I wanted a place that was high quality, extremely high quality, high high quality customer service, high quality artists, but with no ego yep. and reasonable fair prices. And you've um, had artists that have been there for a while too. So that's, yeah, that's this is the really longest good. crew I've had in a while. Yeah, I was gonna say I've, I've I wasn't there the whole time. Best crew I've had. But, yeah, but I've seen some come and go, and it's oh obvious. He's got yeah, a yeah. really solid crew, and I'm actually really bummed that coronavirus hit because on Saturday on Saturdays I'd be off work and I'd just be like oh, I don't have anything going on today. I don't have a project doing around the house or anything like that. I'm just gonna go down to the gallery and hang yeah. out. I'm not able to do that right now because yep. he's such a legitimate business person and he he does exact he he implements and then acts on what he implements. Yep. So when he says if you're not getting tattooed, you're not allowed, even people who've known him for more than 10 years who are really good friends aren't allowed if they're not yeah. getting tattooed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> you know? it's it's tough for me to say that to, you know, especially you and, and you know my friends that come in the shop and mm-hmm. like I I just saw Brian like I haven't seen him in, since this whole thing started. I know. I just saw him the other day. So, you know, it's it's kind of those things that once you build something, you want to protect it, obviously. You want to surround it with... Absolutely. Cameras and fences and all sorts of things. And, uh, you I know, I think they. that was the case. You know, I, I had a couple of buddies that had to... They're going to lose their shops mm-hmm. in Florida and stuff because of this. And I, I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, but like, like you said earlier, like, you know, I think a lot of things in business... In a lot of things in life, you got to handle yourself, and you can't let people. You can't wait for people to figure it out for you. Yeah. I think when this COVID thing happened, that was the first thing I did. Good. And I gave all my employees two months off. I paid all the bills myself, mm-hmm. and you know. But that's that's what leaders do. That's what you know. That's what you're supposed to do. I agree. It's and free, 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 I may have been yeah. butt hurt for five minutes when you told me, <laughs> "Hey, you can't come in because you're not getting tattooed." And then I realized. Okay, someone I really care about is making sure that their business yeah. that they created yeah. doesn't go under. Right. Uh, quit being a selfish prick and just <laughs> you'll see yeah. them when you see them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so <laughs> luckily now that I'm 30, I was able to do that in five minutes, whereas yeah. five years ago it may have taken me a month <laughs> to figure out. So get older, you get wiser. Yeah. I have a question though from yeah. a business owner to business owner. Sure. Has this mentally through coronavirus uh, forced you maybe to step up to a new level? Like as far as how you mentally work or just get things done or where you want to go? Um, or is it kind of just kind of been the same? <clears throat> it's it's a distraction yeah. from how I normally do my routine and how I normally handle things. Obviously, it's a You guys obviously. Well, being in a tattoo shop, I have a little bit more freedom here because no one has uh, health concerns right. rather than someone just walking in with a mask. Sure. You, it's completely different. You have to wear gloves. You have to make sure all your sanitizers put good. And people walking in with masks as well. I know because I was there and yeah. I had to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But I know you have so many health precautions you have to do. That is the livelihood of keeping your business going. Yeah, so it's different for me. But I just wanted to be curious um, the well, challenges. Have been. To be, I mean, to be honest, I've always gone according to California OSHA standards, which yeah. are twice as high as they are here in yeah. Arizona. <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why, but we can get into that later if you want. But you got to remember, I've been in construction my you know whole life. Yeah, you know so OSHA is one so of my best friends. There really <laughs> wasn't much of a change for us other than making sure the clients and, and we were wearing masks. And, you know, we were 
we just basically sanitize even more now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that Arizona doesn't unfortunately make tattoo shops do, but you know, if you you take if you love your product and you and you take pride in your product, you should protect that product, and you know, you cover your ass basically. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a little bit more work for me. It costs a little bit more money for me to you know monthly to do certain things, but it's worth it in the long run. It makes my clients happy makes me happy it's one more thing i have to worry about so do you get nervous at all with the riots going on here in arizona uh you're in downtown phoenix yeah. that's where literally next door across the freeway people were throwing Molotov cocktails so uh luckily uh we've got really great law enforcement here uh probably not as a whole but they did a really good job as far as keeping blocking it off keeping on one side of the tent yeah yep. <laughs> no, i noticed so, i noticed it, dude i was on, trying to go to on go to jay, one on one like, side of the tent yeah. that's the best way to put that that's the best way i can say that but um, no really i think the cops and, and and uh a dot did really great and, and kind of sheltering us from oh, that yeah, storm sure. which was good yeah but i mean i but like i said i always prepare like i have terrorist insurance on my building yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a stupid thing to pay for every month but right. when this type of crazy stuff happens it's, the reason it's good for to it. have that backup right so, right right <clears throat> but yeah always prepare for the worst yep hell yeah um so you so you've been tattooing for basically just shy of 15 years now 13 is my Th- 13th oh, thir- year okay 13 okay i'm giving you a pin i got pins getting made so oh okay <laughs> <laughs> no i just i always find it for, like i like telling the story uh even though you're our guest and people don't want to hear me ramble on but i do want to tell this <laughs> one story just because it's like my favorite thing about our friendship mm-hmm. is that um you're at the time apprentice mm-hmm. Um, now he's graduated and doing his own thing and, and he in a total fucking badass. Uh he and he still luckily he still works at your gallery. Yes. Y- you've you've been let you let him go fly free baby bird and he's like, Yeah, but I like it here. I'm gonna stay. I, talking about I, told, I, yeah. Yeah, I told Jay I know you're talking about Jay. Yeah. Talking okay, yeah. I told Jay I said, Give me four years. So I said, When you graduate you give me four years. That's all I want from you. Yeah. Or your stripes, man. And that was yeah. Eight years ago, <laughs> right, 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 right. So you know, but you know, me and Jay are very close. I mean, we're very good friends, and uh, you know, he's he's like a son to me. So um, you know, it's I've I very much so lucked out with Jay. I mean, yeah. I mean, you saw my pr- apprentice after that. Yeah, love you, Jessica. Well, the thing uh, is, is like I've noticed, and it's not to like kiss ass or suck dick or anything like that. But oh no, I we're mean, all about sucking dicks. Remember, <laughs> you are sucking about about sucking dicks. Dude, <laughs> so anyway, all the dicks. Now that we cleared that up on the podcast <laughs> for the millions of people to fucking hear it, dude, are uh, you kidding me? How many times do I bring up dicks all the time? It's the one thing my girl said I had to like knock, knock off, off was talking about dicks. She slapped you with a dick. And and I said, "Stop talking said, about dicks." I said, "No, I love dicks." Anyhow, so but the difference <laughs> of what I was gonna say, guys. Uh, I've seen tattoo artists. I see shops. And some people, it's just an open door, come and go. Mm. Uh, the thing is with Siege, I've noticed is that he keeps his people. And also that I've noticed when I walk around the gallery that all the artwork from the people that you actually do like do the tattoos, all their stuff is consistent. Everyone has a real, kind of their own niche and their own style. Well, he's got an but electric... everyone absolutely is the fucking best at what they do in their own style. Well, yeah. the way he does that is he put an electric force field around it, and they wear little <laughs> neck collars. Oh, if you go so, out. So, yeah, think of shot. Wild Wild West, where they had the big-ass collars on. Dude, so. maybe I should start doing that if I yeah. start hiring on people. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. It's because people work... They, they work for him, and then they realize it's more like working with him, right. not for him. But having and, a diversity... I'm sure it helps you as a whole 
to bring in new clients or you know yeah I mean I, I think I, I you'd be hard you'd be hard pressed to find another shop in Phoenix that is as eclectic as we are yeah you know yeah. Um, I mean Nicole tattoos like she paints uh, Nico is kind of like like me she's very illustrative but she's more on the fantasy side uh-huh. me and Liz are pretty much jack of all trades but she's really good at you know is the grass probes provost provost yeah. okay and she's then a fucking Nicole, Nicole uh, McCord. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's the, uh, you know, my painting that I have in my bedroom. No, I've of, never uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah and then Jay, obviously, is just the fucking kick-ass Jay, traditional artist. my personal tattoo, too, um, as well. Yeah. Dub does all the scary black and gray think of, um, and Austin does all the pretty flower watercolor stuff you can do. So you really, I mean, and we share clients all the time. Like, yeah. you know, I got clients from Austin, she gets clients from me. It just kind of, we keep it all in the circle. But, you know, I think... Uh, when I first started the business, I, w- I didn't want it to be like other tattoo shops. So I kind of set up a business model that wasn't profit-driven, mm-hmm. I guess, would be the best thing. Um, and when you're your own product, that's a different situation for me because I can manage my own stuff that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think treating your employees fair and with respect and just caring, let them know that you're there and you care for them is... Um, goes a long way I, oh, yeah. I, I have very little turnover you well know? and it's it's a two-way street though because they can't take advantage of that they've got to be willing to yeah. take responsibility and plus all we that have stuff. boundaries you yeah know, you gotta, oh, absolutely you gotta have boundaries and stuff. but that's exactly why it's been so we were talking to, i was talking with roddy before this but that's why it's so hard for me to just hire on just anyone dude i don't the, hire the trust of i gotta know are, are you gonna work obviously no one's ever gonna work as hard as the owner of the company right you already know that um, but are you going to work hard enough where you deserve to get compensated by the amount that you work? And I think that's, I don't know, as a I business think, owner, what do you think? Uh, I mean, the, I mean, the buck starts with you. Yeah. So they're only got to pick up extra stuff. Yeah. Like, but. like, you know, and I, I've, I mean, Jay's told me this many times. He's like, I'm never going to catch you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. you're goddamn fucking right. You're never gonna catch you. right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to well, remember. But that's what I want to hear from him as my apprentice, as my, you know, my, uh, kohai. Yeah, yeah, because right. yeah. um, I've seen egos, dude. Yeah, we, there's no game. ego at my shop. You're not allowed. If I'm, I've had, I've hired some artists that have had um, healthier egos than others, and, and they just didn't last. Yeah, and it's just, it's not, it's not a camaraderie thing. It's, you know? it's it takes away from the yep. brotherhood and sisterhood. Yeah, going on. So, well, before I got rudely interrupted by the owner, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, which one? Dude? You, <laughs> motherfucker! Oh, my bad. <laughs> No, uh, the story I was trying to get to oh, was yeah, yeah. the, uh, uh, it was like when, when I'm glad that you remembered, you know, Hey, this is where I met you was at state true tattoo in Phoenix. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was 18 or 19 and you tattooed me. You were the first one to ever, no, 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 it wasn't those. It was my wasn't knee. The it was the knee. It was the knee. That's Remember right. the knee? That's my first tattoo. It was, it was right. a, it was, I think we did those like the next week or the, yeah, it was two weeks after. It was something like that. I, I, I got smoked, addicted. I smoked that memory away a long time. But you guys didn't know each other. You were just No, he was my in. tattoo artist. Well, I met him before I met Jay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, so this, this is kind of, this is why I love this story and it's so funny. It was kind of like meant to be, right? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> how I met Jay is through Roddy too. Yeah. So, so he tattoos me and then give or take a month like from there I get tattooed by him again and then I kind of I don't know what happened either I didn't have money or maybe I just didn't feel like being in pain for another hour (laughs) I don't know something happened but I didn't go back to him for a while and then I wanted to get tattooed and didn't you go to start going to school or something yeah I started going to yeah I started going to MMI like a dipshit (laughs) 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 Um, so I went to MMI and then I wanted to get tattooed again there's that advertiser 
right? <laughs> well, they they went from twenty five hundred people a session having three sessions a day to now five hundred or less. For I have the a lot whole. of customers coming in from MMI. Yeah. actually, the one Deer Valley location. So yeah. Wow. Uh, anyhow, people so so. I don't get tattooed for a while, and then I'm like, okay, I'm itching for another tattoo. I have money. Let's go find CJ. And I go there, and the fucking shop doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Say true. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. say okay. true, shut yeah. down. So I'm like, okay, whatever, and I just go on living my life. Well, I went to summer school back in high school with this kid named Jay Espinoza, <laughs> right? <laughs> we took driver's ed together. Because I needed it so I could fucking graduate. Worthless okay? class ever. I needed it to graduate. He did it so he could get his license early. So yeah. we... T- I did take it for the insurance. Right. I did cheaper insurance. With right. Insurance. And, of course, you get cheaper insurance when you do it. So we that's how I met Jay, right? Yeah. We instantly become, like, school? best... Yeah, high school, oh, summer wow. school. Yeah. So we instantly become, like, best friends in that summer. And then we kind of, like, fade back into our own lives after summer school, right? Yeah. Well, then I meet him at a bar one day when I'm out. He's, I'm think, I think at this point he's pretty sauce, but I look at him and I'm like, I remember this motherfucker. Like, I'm going to go say hi. <laughs> we were like, this motherfucker. Well, I just remember like we, we had connected really well. We were good friends. So I end up, uh, we end up hanging out a bunch from there. Right. Uh, we become pretty close. We, and then he's like, Hey man, do you still want to get tattooed? You know, you talk about it all the time. If you want to get tattooed, I'll tattoo you. And I was like, okay, cool. Where's your shop? So he tells, he gives me the name of the shop. I Google it. And I go down there one day. I fucking walk in to go meet up with CJ. Or, I'm sorry, with uh, with Jay. And I just look over. And this motherfucker's over there mid-tattoo. Really? Just going to town, <laughs> blasting somebody up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this is your shop at the time? Yeah. yeah, yeah this, wow. is, this is Revival Art Collective, the place yeah. that he owns and operates. Small world. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? He was his apprentice. Jay was CJ's apprentice. Or, yeah, apprentice. This is why you don't be an asshole to people. You don't know who the fuck you're going to run into later right? on, dude. So it was just, and everything worked out. And then since then, we've all become best friends. I mean, I married them i married jay and and his Brady wife together um you know cj has become one of my best friends i mean we watch every football game together every, every year area, that's right. yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like how but, i casually walk in that day i just want to mention real quick that and uh i didn't even know you were going to be there getting tattooed oh me and Roddy's just sitting there casually like fucking on his phone getting his hand blasted and cj's like what's up <laughs> and I'm like i know it hurts but i know you're acting like it doesn't i don't know no no the hands don't hurt that's okay. the one tattoo of my entire life that that's doesn't why i hurt. haven't done mine yet i'm a bitch I'm on ev- ask him he's the one who's tattooed half my body mm. I pass out in every tattoo That's I've ever had. I lay him down every time. Tattoo. Does he? Yeah. 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 It's no way to keep him from passing out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're slapping the shit out of him. Oh, way tattoo. <laughs> we, we tried that one one time and it didn't work. Dude, oh, we oh, were oh. we were at a convention and he was giving me my uh, my portrait oh. my, my portrait up on my shoulder and I started to pass out and he caught me like he mm. he was paying attention and he, yeah. he caught me on my way down out of the chair. But anyhow, uh, I always just I just love that story. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, but no, so you do you have any more questions for him as far as tattoos go? Because I kind of want to get into. Some. I have a more questions like business. Style, okay, sure. You know what Let's I mean? Let's go. No, I'm go cool. for it. Okay, we cool. have plenty of time. Go for All it. All right, man. So I know some people that listen to this. Maybe I've had a couple people messaging me that they have small tattoo shops uh, or, or uh, small apparel companies that they're trying to start off. You obviously have done both. Mm-hmm. 
my thing is is like what made you realize okay this is the path that i wanted to do i mean have you always been into the latest two ones based off this podcast you were in apparel and then you were into tattoos like did somehow making designs for apparel somehow transition into okay maybe i want to do that on people's skin i know it's uh I was always early off. I, I really pushed art to, for a side, to a side for a long time. You didn't go to art school or no. nothing? I okay. went to ASU for art education. Okay. Um, for what? Art education. Art to be, education. To teach art, which is even stupider. It's just dumb. It's as dumb as MMI. Right. Say, uh, that sounds really dumb. But, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot, this guy. <laughs> so it's all self-taught, essentially. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I, I know that sounds way cooler than it really is, but it's uh, it's it's a lot more work to do it that way. But a lot of practice. But, a lot of... I see you every time I come in. If you're not tattooing someone, you're either drawing something. Yeah. So guys, take that as a note. You know, if you're not doing something that you love, if you're not working, then you're probably still doing it on the side. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what I see CJ doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the first time I've told him this because usually he's always fucking working. <laughs> right, right. So that's a that's a little note. Well, the guy's booked out for months and months in advance. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> so when you're not doing what you're doing, you're still working. Yeah. So you're working on your craft. So, yeah, like my an average day for me is, you know, I get into work two hours early for my appointment. Um, Hold on. Stop right there. Yeah. Everyone take notes because I know a whole lot of tattoo artists that are fucking constantly late. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am always on time. Uh, unfortunately it's a product of my dad, but anyways, uh, but I'm two hours, I'm two hours early, um, to get set up, do any like quick books and shit I got to do like yeah. boring business, business stuff. Shit, um, get that out of the way, uh, get set up tattoo. I'm usually four hours in the chair and then I take a, if I lucky enough to get a break for lunch, I'll go eat and get some food and then I'm back in the chair again for another four hours. Mm-hmm. Then I get home and it's another three to five hours of drawing practice every yeah. day. So yeah. it's, um, I'm kind of lucky in the sense of whatever I put into this career, I've always gotten back. Exactly. And yep. it's kind of, it's, it's, and it's not necessarily the case in like retail or actually never the case in retail, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, but I, I knew, I saw that really quick. I saw the, you know, the writing between, uh, or, you know, in between the lines there where reading between the lines where it's just like, if I, if I work my ass off, I'll get to where I want to be. Yeah. You know, so I just put my head down and started working. And I was patient. That's the but one dude, thing. dude, like, the average person will hear that, and they're like, that's fucking bullshit. I fucking worked my whole life. No, like, it's hard to really explain. But I understand what you're saying. I'm I sure think there's working, I and think, then I, I sometimes think, people think they're working, and they're really not working. They're just yes. sitting there on the clock. Right. That's all it is. Exactly. It's so, not actually working. And so there's, I don't know, as someone who's been a very hard worker his entire life, also a product of my father, um... I think what it comes down to is you can work your dick off all fucking day, but if it's not for yourself, you're not going to get ahead. Yeah. Or if you're not passionate about it. Or if you're not passionate about it. Exactly. Um, Like, I'm definitely not passionate about building a building. Like, I'm just not. And that's why construction, like, yeah, I worked really hard all day. You had to or else you'd be told to get the fuck off the site. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and you wouldn't have a job the next day, but I wasn't passionate about it. Mm. So clearly I, I worked really hard, but I didn't get anywhere. Right. Um, but when you work for yourself, the harder you work, the more you get out, you, you get out of life and it's just like anything you get out of it, what you put into it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And I think, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that you're not talking about just in general, work harder and you get more shit. 
you have to be working for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, the harsh, hardcore reality that a lot of people don't understand that get a steady 40 hours, you know, $13 an hour check, you know what you're getting at the end of the week. When you're self-employed and you work for yourself, you know, if I don't fucking work, I don't eat. If I don't fucking work, I don't pay rent. If I don't fucking work, I'm letting down my employees. Mm-hmm. It is a different mentality that you have to have. And it's weird because that's how... That's where my drive comes from. Mm-hmm. I always tell myself, if I don't fucking work, dude, there's somebody my girl next door and my, working harder than you are. Exactly, me. like you know, <laughs> there's always that's that's where I let go of my ego too, and that's you why have, you have to let go of the ego because there's business. always someone that can fucking outshine mm-hmm. you, dude. Always, yeah. I've they they that better not out hustle you. Yep, that's the only yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more business questions? No, no, no. I think that clears up that. Right. One point yeah, I want to make about the business thing that I've that I've kind of developed is is you need to, you need to have a vat a large vessel of patience in your body. Oh my god, that's testing business. me this year, right. dude. It's <laughs> it's tough because you want it you want to hit and you want to run and you want to go and you want to get all this stuff done. But sometimes it's better. Are you to, talking about hitting home runs like nonstop? Yeah, like hit for average, not for home runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I know chicks dig the long ball, but you know it's way better when you don't have to worry about your business at all. Same expression. I've heard people saying that, you know, you win NBA championships with layups, not three point shots. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. So it's, yeah, yeah. that's that's exactly how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are a grand total and I'm going to be very specific when I say this, there are a grand total of two people in the entire world who know more about music than I do, <laughs> who are not musicians themselves. There are plenty of musicians right. that I know who know way more than me about music. But as far as non-musically talented, you do not play an instrument. Uh, or do not, you? Not in a long just, time. Not in a long time. I mean, I play uh, guitar, bass, keyboard. Okay, well, uh, the fact that I've known you for a decade... I've known you for a decade, and I've never seen any of no, those in your hands. No. So you retired so. from the rock star life a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I looked at it's, But he know, still has groupies. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, looked, I looked at it and I was like, I realized how much effort I was going to have to put in this oh, to shit. be where I wanted to be and I just didn't want to put in that effort. So, right. Yeah. It's it was more, I just wanted to enjoy it more than so, play it. Right. So the grand total, uh, two people who are not musicians who know more than me about music and I, I'm kind of prideful about that because I fucking love music. It's my, it's my life, but it was keeps me going i've constantly got it on everywhere i'm at guess um, and one of those people is you and the other person is your apprentice and also my best friend so i taught, I everything, jay, I taught jay everything he knows so. oh he'll be on he'll have his own episode <laughs> okay, we gotta okay. give him the whole red carpet treatment from two years ago the red carpet treatment yes, for that yes, kid. Yeah, you gotta woo him back yeah uh, it's gonna be hard now. He's got a kid and shit. So. Yeah, it's, it's delicate flower. <laughs> um, so, what you didn't talk about when you were kind of telling telling us about your uh, jobs is the time you spent at Zia Records. When oh, when was tang- that? My Tanglewood days. Yeah. Whoa, you used to work there? Yeah, I go there all the time still. Yeah. Uh, is there still one? Yeah, yeah. there's one at Twenty Fifth and Thunderbird. That's the one I used to run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you managed it. They way manager, overpriced yeah. the records, by the way. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like fucking paying fifty seven dollars yeah. for this Metallica record. No way, guys. Yeah. yeah Z, I mean, Z, I mean, record, working at the record store was still. It's still. It's still my dream job. It's a I, cool spot. It just pays for shit. That's, yeah. like, <laughs> that's the only thing that pays for shit. With that, I, get, I like to go there because you get that nostalgic feeling mm-hmm. of like, oh my God, a CD still. Yeah. <laughs> this was Tapes. back in the day. Well, yeah. that's, that was like my favorite thing. Uh, that, that's my favorite thing about you is that it's not just, you don't just listen to heavy metal no. and call yourself a metalhead. No. You, ha- you have the most eclectic taste in music 
of anyone I've ever met, including musicians. <laughs> like, you, so explain that to me and the audience. What do you mean? What do you what, listen to? What, you don't know what the uh, word eclectic means? No, it's it way means, too far advanced for it me, means, Roddy. Well, he used it earlier. I'm just saying. Uh, it means a very broad, wide variety. Broad, a very wide, broad. Wide, I understand. I'm sorry, wide guys. genre base there, yeah, for yeah. sure. From one yeah, to Pop country is the only place I don't really get into. I am right there with you. Because it's, it's terrible horse Pop shit. country. Pop Hip hop. Hip hop and Hip hop and uh, yeah, no, and uh, because of you, I've discovered a lots of really cool bands, and we've gone to a bunch of shows together, mm-hmm. which are fucking bitching. Is he contributing uh, towards your playlist, The Heavy? No, that's Is all that me. Anything? Okay, no, that's okay. all me. He he inspired. He's the one who inspired me to make Spotify? a playlist. Yes, playlist? I made a sp- I made a playlist just for this. Oh, podcast, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. Did you? Yeah, I'm gonna you told me bring the stuff I was kind of been listening to lately, so I just put it on one playlist. Oh, Do, can, can, yeah. you, can you go through that playlist real quick and just name a few uh, bands? Oh, Krungbin. Uh, uh, skin shape, tool of course. Um, oh, tool's good, obviously. I like that. That sounds like a good workout. So, playlist, so this man. is this is my favorite part about this guy. So, I, and I keep saying that because I have so many favorite Surprise parts. Surprise Chef, the Olympians, Tommy Guerrero. That's what we're gonna start down. doing. We're gonna start bringing guests, and you have to make a specific. <laughs> no, this is something <laughs> they're gonna this like. This is like, homework. This Fuck is like you. His, this is his niche. So yeah. get this. No, uh, that's awesome. Since since Spotify has been a thing, Siege has been making playlists just in his free time yeah and every couple months i'll get a text just totally (laughs) random total random text i'll be working on the backyard or something no (laughs) he'll just be baked out of his mind and i'll get a text from him and it'll be from cj and i open it up and it'll just be like that little image of the the spotify playlist i'm Mm -hmm. like oh he must have made a new one and i go in there and the thing just rips every time no matter what it is no matter what genre or subgenre it is, the thing just fucking kills every time. So I'm very Jay excited. 70, 70s in there? Like, yeah. just, oh, really? Yeah. Dude, he, oh, wow. Like, yeah. literally every Jay day. has a good playlist, actually. When Jay, I'm getting tattooed, it's... When I got Jay, he uh, was just this lumpy mold of unshapen musical <laughs> Yeah. He knew a lot of music, he but he didn't know what to do with no, it. No, Jay's been raised correctly. Right, yeah. He's been exposed to good music, and he has excellent taste in music. But I have turned him on to, uh, you know, shit that he probably listen to I, yeah. it's, every but, time yeah. I feel like a jackass and I always tell him I'm like these are the jams dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking like he's like one, yeah. one time then I'm like these are not the jams <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he, he's I mean he's to the point now where he sends me bands so that I've yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's and, cool and that's hard to do most most all my friends know that but. yeah I don't think I've ever been like hey have you heard of it's these guys rare. and you go no I haven't <laughs> what's the last concert you've been to Oh, right uh, before the pandemic, probably. Yeah, yeah so I'm I trying mean, to think. Did you go to? Uh, no, that was you. The August you went with, that was no, me. The, that was me. Fuck, I can't even remember. The maybe Bon Gary, maybe Bonavir. Gary in Clark LA. Jr. I went saw Bonavir at the Forum in LA. Oh, yeah. which was I remember when you went. Yeah, awesome. yeah. You must have been a fan to go that far. Yeah. So I I don't like to like I don't like to buy I don't like things. Yeah, So yeah, I like yeah, experiences same. more. So nice. I have no problem dropping a few hundred bucks and driving to LA to see a band that I like because. Yeah, it's just different. It's I'm cool the same way. Do you know how bad it is to like be so excited about apparel to be able to buy something, and now you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not as excited as I used right. to. Be. <laughs> Once no, you do what you do, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you see one on the curtain, you're like, oh fuck. yeah, I love he concerts this, though. He yeah. had this really cool thing up in his bathroom. Uh, all my ticket stubs for the longest time, and it's a it's a collage of all his ticket stubs. Oh of all the, man, he's been he's seen that. so many iconic bands. So. I'm glad that I've kept every single ticket stub that I've ever 
gotten. You're good. I wish I did. And I pay off later when you're old like me. Right. <laughs> uh, they're in an old Vans shoebox, and I have them, and I started putting them together. I, I haven't figured out the exact way I want to put it together, but I'm glad that I kept them because I can't wait to get that framed one day. It was good. such a cool idea. I was like, I'm going to steal this from Spend Steve. Spent $3,000 in tickets. <laughs> it's worth $15 on eBay. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's just because they're, they're memories, dude. They're, they're no, yeah, no, seriously. Bitching shows, you I know? tried to do that. I did put them in a shoebox on the top of my closet, and I don't know what the fuck happened. I think maybe the wife, you just... Yeah. Threw this shit away. She's she like, organized. What the fuck is this? The band sucks. She organized. Yeah. Right. right. I know what so, that's like. So out of out of all the out of all the music that you listen to, mm. is there a genre or subgenre that you? I don't even want to say prefer because mm. I know you prefer everything, but it changes daily. It, right. It, yeah. I, I'm in. I get in moods also. Um, like I was listening to Rush all day today. Yeah. I don't know. That. Like. Where the fuck that came from? Because I've been listening to Slaughtered Like Swine for the last month. See, that's like, like I'll throw that. If I am dragging ass in the morning, I'm not a coffee guy, so I, I'll just throw on Rush. I'll throw on Tool. Get me pumped up and ready to go. You right. know what I mean? But that's how music is for me. But So what's a, back to the question, what is the, uh, if you had to pick one that you would prefer to put on or... I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Is there a genre or subgenre that you just love more than all the others, even if it's by like a point zero percentage? Well, I think I think the default one is going to be, you know, what you listen to in high school. Yeah. You know, so for me, that was grunge. That was or '90s hip hop, '90s grunge, and to me, those are the two best genres or sections of music. What do they call those years of your life? Your uh, your the formative years? Is that what they call them? Uh, what does that refer to? I don't maybe, know. Maybe glory days. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> glory holes. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. That's a whole different story. No, uh, no, I agree with you because that's funny. Because what I listened to in high school are like my three favorite genres, and that's like old, old outlaw country because mm. of my mom and dad. That's what they listen oh, to. That's good shit. Yeah. That's and then good I shit. listen to obviously the fucking pop punk like Blink One Eighty Two and mm. Sum Forty One. They're forever will be some of my favorite bands Pick of all time. You up on my very first day. <laughs> yeah, and then like my beginnings of love of heavy metal also came in high school. So I mean that's like yeah. that kind of breeze. Or are you talking about? I I found heavy metal in junior year of high school and it was such a it was baptism by fire mm-hmm. it was so much so fast that i went from listening to a double bass, iron like maiden crazy. i went to i went from listening to iron maiden to like cattle decapitation yeah. within like a month like that and that and i think it's easier to do with the genre of metal because it's such a giant genre compared oh, yeah. to all the other genres yeah. like it's what makes the you rock can, genre so big too. Yeah, there's yeah. T- there. You can take two bands that don't sound anything similar whatsoever, other than they both have a guitar in I, the band. I got a music and question. They're though, both after labeled done. metal, yeah. you know. So yeah. Siege. Yes, since sir. he's our guest, mm. I'm gonna ask him first. Then Roddy, you're next. Go fire so it. Think about it. <laughs> Go fire it. If you were to bring back from the dead. Oh shit. Okay. Easy. A band. <laughs> and mine's going to surprise you. This is you. why I asked he, no, no, no. you second. He knows what I'm going to say, but you don't, and it's really? going to surprise gonna you. Really, because we're test that after he answers. Okay. 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 So, Siege, yes. if you had a choice to pick someone back from the dead who is oh. your favorite artist, and you said, man, I have a magic wish. I'm going to rub this lamp. Hmm. 
or in Roddy's case, that rub this dick. <laughs> <laughs> Vigorous, vigorously. Yeah. <laughs> Veiny dick. <laughs> anyway, who would you bring back to life to watch? Oh, One show. You know, it's it's tough because a lot of the the acts that I grew up listening to, especially in high school, a lot of the lead singers are dead. So yeah. there's not too many that I of those I would bring back. I've seen Nirvana, so it's not like it's and most people would say Nirvana in my generation because not a lot of people got to see them. But right. hold on, um, hot take: I still to this day think Nirvana is fucking trash. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are gonna hate me. I just don't like them. All right, guys, this is the second band. podcast we recorded. It's been real, Roddy. It's been very <laughs> nice. All right, we gotta end this. I just I don't get the second hype. one in I'm a row, dude. Like, sorry, I shouldn't even have said it. It's anyway, your answer. Go ahead. Siege, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Ah, shit. I mean, I would. I. It's super hard. That's why I asked it. I would probably. It'd probably be the Beatles. Just because, oh, you know, um, I'd love to see Johnny Cash. Hell, oh, yeah. dude, that's Johnny what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool, it's cool. Uh, you know, like Roy Orbison, Buddy Holly. Um, Robert the, Johnson? Robert Johnson. Hell yeah. yeah that that's would awesome. Be, that would be really fucking good. Stevie Ray. Yeah. Oh, which was fuck. Be, yeah. Which would be great. Do you listen to jazz at all? That's well, a lot of jazz. Yeah, really? I love jazz. I'd love yeah, to see Miles, you know, Miles Coltrane. See, a lot of those guys, they just, they die. Cause they, dude, Coltrane. They too hard. Yeah. Coltrane is. Heroin's a bad drug. The shit. Love it. Uh, okay, so you think you know what I'm going to say? No, no, no. You think that Siege knows what you're going to say. So, Siege, what do you I think thought he's going to say? Ray. I thought it was going to be Stevie Ray. But oh, you thought it was going to be I Stevie Ray? I think it was so this is my Stevie favorite Ray. band of all time that always just when they when people hear me say it, they're like, wait, what? Really? What's the band that did the Macarena again? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. What's his name? Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You know what's shit. funny is I have no idea. If, if, if Jay is listening to this, he's jumping out of his seat right now because he knows the answer and he's like just oh my fucking god, oh my god, oh my god. uh queen freddie oh, mercury yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. freddie mercury like and queen i fucking love queen so much there isn't a song that i don't before know before he was sick though obviously <laughs> towards the end it was, it was too, too right yeah, yeah. um but. no i i just i love queen so much and that stems from my dad has an old uh what are those called the uh a track no uh Video camera. Oh. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> wow. Well, no, because you think of video camera now and you think your phone. Yeah. Right? Right. No, I'm talking like an old school video camera where you have to look into the th- the little the arm. Black that boxes The little actuating arm that yeah. goes like this. So you have to hold and the, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, he has an old video of my kindergarten graduation. Oh, Lord. And they played We Are the Champions and We Will We... No, I think it might have been just We Will We Will Rock You. Okay. But those always get played together anyhow. Pretty so. much, yeah. Uh, that's exactly. right. You got me excited right now. Um, and the only person moving at all on stage is me, and I'm fucking rocking out. Okay, <laughs> like Joe Dirt. Sounds yeah. pretty cute. <laughs> pretty much. Um, Joe Dirt. <laughs> it's 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 French. It's pronounced Dirte. Dirte. Um, but yeah, no. So I've just been a fan. And he that was the first album I ever owned was their greatest hits on cassette, Ooh. and I wore that bitch out in my old. Ye- Remember those old yellow Walkman yeah. uh, cassettes? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, they are. It was anti-friend proof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's oh what yeah. It was. But I didn't give a fuck because I had Freddie Mercury and the rest of Queen blaring in my ears all day, every day. I fucking loved that <laughs> band. Uh, but yeah. 
So that that's wasn't my... that shitty back in the day. You literally had one CD that you mm-hmm. could only afford when you were thirteen, yeah. and you had to listen to that shit for months until you built up enough allowance to be able to afford. Well, that's why. That's CD. why I started working at the record store. So Teaches I, you work ethic. So like, I've got a long history with Zia. Like my old man used to take me there when I was a kid, and he has the same problem with music I do. <laughs> and uh, you know, so the people that worked there when I started working, they've been working there since it's been open. Yeah. And uh, so they've known me since I was you know this fucking big. For the people at home, it's like about three feet tall. <laughs> and so to me, it was like family. It was like, you know, I've, they've known me. I've grown up with these people. So it was, right, right. It, was, it, was a, it was a great job for sure. Where are we at in time? Oh, uh, we got about 10 minutes left, I think. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Oh, more than, we got about 15 minutes left. Sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I just lost my train of thought again. Oh, didn't someone win something? They saw this podcast? Oh, yes, they did. Who was it? Because I got like 15 people that messaged me balls deep. And I'm like, did you message the right place? Okay. <laughs> so, See, okay. So, you guys obviously didn't follow fucking instructions, okay? Right. They did not follow <laughs> instructions. And uh, to be honest, I'm not going to put this on them. I'm going to put this on you because really? I, I, I listened back <laughs> well, to first it. First off, fuck no, no, you. No, listen. No, listen, listen. I. I uh, I listened back to it, and you were you had a couple beers, and you uh, oh yeah, you dude. weren't really. I was feeling you were myself, going. Yeah. Oh, you were restating things you had already said multiple times, so it was like Sounds and one after the other. Accurate, yeah. So it was uh, it was kind of all over the place, thorough. misunderstood okay. by the audience. <laughs> okay. So that is totally our fault. For now on, I'll be announcing all the winning stuff. Oh. Or all the- well, I know when you type in <laughs> Rebel Reaper these days, it pulls up like five different pages. Right. So I guess I shouldn't have been but a bit more But technically, yeah. somebody must have been right at the same level of drunk that you were because <laughs> they, messaged, they messaged, <laughs> they so messaged the correct place, the podcast. Uh, in, Do you know uh, their name? It is. Do you want me to look it up? Oh no! no yeah, no. yeah. Don't, look, don't, don't mess up the podcast. Let me look it up. Yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that, um, uh, so okay, you would bring back all those greats. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Mayhew, Maryhew, Mary. I don't know what's his Instagram handle. Uh, positive underscore vibes six six five five. Hell yeah! Okay, cool. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations, Christopher. Uh, Moving we'll the be, fuck on. We'll, we'll message be, you later. He'll be, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> all love. Dude, he's so buttered because he fucked up. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. No, um, but uh, shit, there goes three trains off the rails. <laughs> uh, I should. I need to get better at this or else I'm not going to be a very good podcast host. <laughs> it's hard to be a host. It's, it's, really oh, man. it's hard. It's a lot to remember. Um, what is... Uh, what are some of the shows we've been to together? I know we went and saw... What was that Fucking one? Maiden, buddy. Yeah, oh, That yes. was the greatest show we've ever seen together. Yeah, oh, for sure. By far. I'd never seen them, and as soon as it fucking opened, explosions and a giant plane was flying around. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. like, this is where I should have been my whole life. Yeah. That's what it did oh, on me this it, whole time. So, I've always loved Maiden, and... Uh, I've always like they were pretty much my introduction, like I said earlier, to metal sure. in general. Um, but the fact that I had went thirty years and I had never seen them before, and then the only reason I was able to is because my bomb ass chick that I'm with. She's pretty great. <laughs> She's Shout fucking out. rad. Shout yeah. out to Cha Cha. Yes, Cha Cha, we love you. We all love you. Thank you very much. If it weren't for her. We wouldn't have got tickets to that show. I, I definitely know this. And yeah, and we rocked out so fucking hard 
I mean, you're a great show. You're forty. I'm thirty, yeah. and we rocked out like we were fifteen. I had a great fucking time. Oh, it was so fucking rad. You you ended up getting the shirt that I wanted, yeah. and I ended up getting my second favorite shirt. So I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to get that shirt. But anyhow, uh, yeah, that fucking plane started coming down, and it, like, angled towards the oh, crowd. So cool. so and what is that, an old Mustang something yeah. or other? Yeah, old uh, P-50-something, P-51. I, I don't know planes that well, but... It was d- definitely our World War II plane, that's what it was. Oh, for sure. Which I, I'm pretty sure was the Mustang, but I can't remember. Yeah, and if if anybody on that's listening has seen Maiden, then they already know what's they up. They know what we're talking about. Yeah, they they know how fucking amazing that is. That would uh, not be me in the room. I would I would <laughs> actually put that in my top five favorite shows I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Do if you had and I know it's gonna be hard to do because mm. y- you're probably one of three or four people that I've ever met who've seen more shows than I have. Mm-hmm. But if you had to pick, like, a top five, do you think you could do it as far as live shows? Um, definitely be the, uh, well, Nirvana at the fucking fair Okay. here. No, I think that was, like, 93. Arizona State? Yeah, Arizona State oh, wow. Fair. Because Green Day played the next night, and I think I went to that, too. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, Pumpkin Secret Show at uh, Boston's, which is now closed. <laughs> Uh, what else? Um, I think the first time I saw Tool, so that was in L.A., so that was, like, 95, like, Anima just came out. Okay. That was a fucking insane show. Um, God, there's so many. Um, do you normally get in the mosh pit at all? No, I, I you know, I did out. when I was younger, and then I just got to the point where I'd rather listen to the music. Yeah, So, yeah. I'm, I'm very focused when I watch a show, because I'm kind of absorbing everything, and... Uh, yeah, I just don't feel like getting punched in the face. Uh, <laughs> shit right. sucks. <laughs> if there's yeah. anyone who understands that, it's me. I was moshing was my favorite part of shows because I went to a, I did, like there's a, a we were talking about a collection of ticket stubs earlier, but that doesn't include the hundreds of basement and mm-hmm. local shows that you've been to where you just get an X on your hand and yeah, walk like in I used the to door. see I used oh, to see Jimmy I used to see yeah. Jimmy Rowe when they played at fucking golf and stuff right back in when I was in like eighth grade or something <laughs> right I'll, I'll tell you what the concert's the only place where you can get away with punching me in the face turn around say sorry and that's literally it oh I've been knocked unconscious in the pit I've been knocked Same, unconscious dude, outside been, of the pit yeah, at a yeah. show um, it gets gnarly they're like when you go to beat down hardcore shows it shit happens yeah. And you can't get mad, uh, but people do. Anyhow, um, my first experience was at Hatebreed. What about oh, hate just nice. seeing fucking people angry? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, these guys are show. angry. So, what about you? You got like a top five shows that you've been to? Uh, no, I've seen the Offspring. I was actually kind of bummed they're not going to be here for Arizona Bike Week. Another garbage band. Okay, Fuck you dude. <laughs> All right, Metallica. I would uh, love to see. Um, but Gary Clark Jr., I went with you. I've yeah. seen him twice. And you He's brought great. me there as a, as a guest, and I appreciate that. Yeah, hell yeah. That I wasn't was really going awesome. to... I bought two tickets because I knew I was fucking going, and I just didn't know who was coming <laughs> with me. <laughs> I you know? sure as fuck was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. I love Gary Clark. I was like, who do I know who loves Gary Clark as much as I do? And I thought of you, cause, and I also knew that you hadn't seen him. I thought of you and Jay, too, but I knew that you had seen I've him. Seen so I was like, I need to give this to Matt because he needs to experience it. He needs to actually it. see him, yeah. yeah. I've already There's seen only him a select few of artists that are out there um, due to the day and age that we're living in. But like, you listen to them and you're like, dude, this sounds just like they are live on their CDs, you know, or, yeah. or their music. There are, a few, there are a few bands that can pull that off. I think, uh, I think, unfortunately, a lot of the newer bands that come out now are, uh, they're lazy. Yeah. 
Um, and it's not entirely all their faults because, you know, with the streaming services, it, they're essentially MP3s. Yeah. So the sound quality is shit. So they don't even bother recording all the stuff that they normally would record in the studio. So you take it's it It's all off. about just hitting the next hit and moving it. Well, mm. that, but it's also... that We'll get onto that, too. That's why music sucks, too. Number two, Reason number two is Oh, because we could go on for hours, but we only have about six minutes, so... Well, but real quick... <laughs> Bands now and, and solo acts now are forced to keep cranking it out. Yeah. Whereas, you know, back when I was in high school, it would take two years to put out a record. So then you could weed through all the Unless bullshit. you're Rush. Unless you're Rush, yeah. Unless or you're Tool, rushing. you yeah. wait every 13 years to fucking do it. Rush is like the sick. irony of rushing. Rush, rush put out a new album every six months. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, so you get basically people just, res- they're just sending out all their shit, basically. Yeah. And they don't yeah. have enough time to weed it out and make one good record. So I think that has a lot to do with it, too. But hip-hop fucking sucks now. Um, yes, it does. R&B is making a pretty awesome comeback, I think. Pop country still blows dick. Uh, always. Sorry. Forever and always. Taylor, sorry, Taylor Swift yeah. can die in a fucking street. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Orange man bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> throw that out. In case she's uh, listening to our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, so my turn. Yeah. Um, so that tool show that you and everybody got me super fucking high at. That was a mistake. Uh, no, it wasn't. Because that was the <laughs> best show I've ever been to in my life. Why has been high? Oh, I've been high. I know I don't do it very often. It's not what I'm known for, but I did get high. Uh, I got so fucking high that normally, from my from my understanding, when you get high, you either go one of two directions. You either hate every second of it and you just want it to be over, That's or me. you shoot to the stars and you're like, this is the best feeling ever. It's not me. I got so fucking high that I went super low and yeah. was like, I no, was, he was li- sitting on the ground. I was sitting on the ground. Oh, yeah. Like, I wanted it to be we, over. We were standing around. Metaphorically. Like, like Roddy's here. <laughs> we're all around Roddy protecting him. From yeah, they made a fortress yeah. around me because I was, was just sitting there Halloween like. Halloween, too? Yeah, it was Halloween yeah. night. God, Primus uh, was terrible. That at night. Tool. Yeah, and Primus played before them. They were hot garbage. Um, Not a fan. But, no, me neither. But, uh,. I'm sitting there, like, rocking back and forth on my knees, like, like I'm chained to the radiator or some shit, right? I feel and bad for you, and I wasn't even there. The yeah. second Tool started playing, good. our good buddy's dad grabbed me by the collar and yanked me up, and he was like, fucking enjoy it, and <laughs> smacked my back, and I kind of went forward a little bit, and I stood there like the this D. with the biggest, like, just cotton mouth grin on my face yeah. for the next two hours, you and just, good. Good. dude... I went soaring. I went from the very bottom to as high to as happy as you could possibly be, um, and it, it was the best concert ever. And I've nothing ever even came close to it. That was the raddest show ever. So thank you, Tool. Yeah. Um, Rebel Reaper Podcast is brought to you by Do Not Do Drugs <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Moving on, uh, listen right? To Tool. <laughs> and listen to Tool. Uh, and that's the funny thing is, like, I've never been a Tool fan. I know maybe five of their radio hits and that's it yeah but they're they play the same ones over and over over, yeah Yeah, super deep catalog and i've gone since then i've gotten more into them but i'm I'm still i'm still not like a tool guy or anything but fuck they are such so good live anyhow um so it would go tool for me and then gary clark jr because he was the loudest show i've ever he was louder than tool which i was dude but everyone knew the lyrics so that was fucking loud it was it was the one time where i've actually had to cover my ears because i was like this he's one of the hardest working kids in music right now oh so good i'm gonna dance with my mom four times at my wedding by accident at my wedding i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna dance to pearl cadillac oh 
with okay. my mom. Do you ever get the chills like when you oh, the yeah. crowd is actually singing oh, of with you and you like you know the lyrics? Like that's my oh, yeah. favorite thing of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um because you're like, I have no idea who that motherfucker is, but he knows good music. <laughs> and then there's ten other people that are singing the same thing. And then uh Maiden for sure. Maiden, absolutely. They're fucking amazing. How many are you naming off? Five. This oh, is number three. Oh, oh, Maiden oh, Maiden is three. Number four I is gonna be yeah. number four is gonna be um expires uh expires farewell to her. Um they're a hardcore band from uh I think Wisconsin or Michigan, I can't remember, but I've just I've always really, really enjoyed their music a lot. Uh so getting to see them before they quit was super rad. And then this one is less actually show and just more for the memory of it rascal flats oh okay and the reason being is because every dude loves their mom mm-hmm. right we love our our parents I, well at least i do anyhow well, most of us too thanks for speaking for me bro love right you. love you right. Mom. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hate my mom she's a piece of shit <laughs> fucking end this podcast, bro. Uh, no but um i got to, i was lucky enough to know some people to get two free tickets to the show and at first, I was like, oh, this is lame. But then I realized my mom fucking loves Rascal Flats. So I asked her, Scored I was like, mom points, yeah. right? So I asked her, I was like, hey, can would you be down to go to a concert with me? And she's like, what? Like, she knew that's what I did. But my mom is as quiet as a church mouse. She's a fucking nun, dude. She, <laughs> she, the most fun she has is when she wins at solitaire, right? So she's a very quiet lady. <laughs> Sounds like but, but when I told her, but when I told and her, heroin. it's all and heroin yeah. loves heroin. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when I told her I got her free tickets to uh, to Rascal Flats, I saw her face change. Like she got really excited. So took her to the show. She had a super awesome time, and I used my my uh, outgoingness to actually get her behind uh, or backstage for the. Uh, what do they call it? The intimate showings where oh. they play like three songs acoustically. You're going, down, you're going down a dark road right now. Right, <laughs> uh, but no. So she got to go into that. I didn't get to go back there because they were they were only looking for one extra person to fill the seat, and I was like, my mom needs it. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, so I was super happy that she got to experience no, that. Um, so that just for for me, that's it's more of a sentimental type I of get thing. That. I dig that. So yeah. Oh, um, seeing Neil Young in the Pantages in Hollywood was pretty good. My my mom would also be jealous of that. Uh, we do have to wrap it up. We're we're getting there on time. Um, Siege, why don't you give us a a good farewell? And oh no no no, we got to ask the questions. I almost forgot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got three. Minutes. Ten ten rapid fire questions Shit, okay. that you just have to answer. All right. What's it called? Coke, pop, or soda? Soda. Soda. Okay. Uh, favorite fast food joint? McDonald's. Okay. Cake or pie? Pie. Good man. Uh, if you cake's disgusting, right? <laughs> That's the second one in a row, dude. I love cake. What the fuck? That's because I'm bringing in my Let's friends. Bring some guests who love cake. My friends like good desserts. All right, keep going. Uh, if you have your sandwich cut, you want it in triangles or rectangles? Rectangles. Okay, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't really. Remember. All right, toilet paper roll flap go in front or flap in back? Front, of course. Okay, good job. It's on the patent thing. The patent that, I brought that up in yeah, the last that's one. That's been training a lot. Yeah. Um, is it pronounced GIF or JIF? Oh, God. Is it JIF? GIF? I don't know. You don't GIF. know? I think it's GIF, I think. What do you call it? GIF. GIF? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're oh. right. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, how do you like your steak? Uh, medium rare. Medium What is with these medium Fuck yeah, people? dude. I just got my steak last night, medium rare. It was awesome. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh. Uh, it was my birthday. It was Lindsay's birthday. 
Yeah, what's your cholesterol, you know? Ah. Uh, or, <laughs> no. that's right, it was Lindsay. Sorry. Sorry, Lindsay. Uh, dogs or cats? Both. I knew that about you, and he will not pick one or the other. It is yeah, both. Sorry. Sandlot or Mighty Ducks? Sandlot. Okay. And I feel like that's Love just, the Mighty Ducks. Right. But, but Sandlot, Sandlot. But where you're at, it's a different generation. No. Yeah. Uh, do, and... Right. <laughs> Who doesn't love Emilio Estevez? <laughs> uh, and last but not least, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, fuck no. Oh, okay. thank God. Okay. <laughs> All right, real quick, we got to do this real quick. Say goodbye, everyone. Let everyone know your socials. Oh, uh, socials. Got 30 seconds. Instagram, I guess, is easiest. Uh, mine is C- at Cjart is mine, and then at Revival Art Collective for the gallery and yes. all of our other artists. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, guys. And thanks. Die Rebel Reaper, or you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, if you're not already following, follow uh, obviously Seajart and Revival Art Collective on Instagram. Follow us at Rebel Reaper Podcast. Thank you. All right. Later. Fuck off. Later.